I woke up this morning thinking about Audre Lorde. She was the New York State poet at one time and considered herself a lesbian, mother, warrior, poet, but more importantly to me, my writing mentor and friend. And I miss her terribly. Thinking about Audrey led me to thinking about my younger daughter, Abby, who won the Black History Month essay contest in her elementary school several years in a row by writing about Audrey's and my friendship. That stopped me for a moment. Audrey, Abby, Black History Month. This is Black History Month and it's half over. Time to write about Black History and Nephrology today. As Andrea Wurzberger wrote in People magazine, I knew there was a reason I grabbed this first each time I waited in one medical office or another, in the February 13, 2020 issue which was also posted at https colon slash slash www.yahoo.com slash entertainment slash black history month explained started 17525024.html. Black History Month is an entire month devoted to putting a spotlight on African Americans who have made contributions to our country. Originally, it was seen as a way of teaching students and young people about the contributions of black and African Americans in school, as they had, and still have, been often forgotten or left out of the narrative of the growth of America. Now, it is seen as a celebration of those who've impacted not just the country, but the world with their activism and achievements. Now that we know what Black History Month is, let's see how we can apply it to the field of nephrology. This is what I wrote in Slow It Down CKD 2017, February 7th, about Dr. Kuntz. Samuel L. Kuntz, MD was another innovative contributor to nephrology from the black community. As blackpass.org tells us. In 1961 Kuntz and Roy Cohn, another leading surgeon, performed the first successful kidney transplant between two people who were close relatives but not twins. Over the next decade Kuntz researched the process of kidney transplants on dogs. He discovered that monitoring blood flow into the new kidney and administering methylprednisolone to the patient after surgery allowed the body to accept the new organ. In 1966 Kuntz joined the faculty at Stanford University Hospital and Medical School and in 1967 he became the chief of the kidney transplant service at University of California at San Francisco, UCSF. There he worked with Fokker Belzer to create the Belzer kidney perfusion machine. This innovation kept kidneys alive for 50 hours after being removed from the donor. Through Kuntz's involvement at UCSF, the institution's kidney transplant research center became one of the best in the country. Kuntz also created the Center for Human Values at UCSF to discuss ethical issues concerning transplants. Kidney News Online at https colon slash slash www.kidneynews.org slash careers slash resources slash opinion re-establishing trust and improving outcomes in nephrology introduced me to someone who should be noted in Black History Month in the future since the general public needs to be aware of chronic kidney disease in order to be tested and, ultimately, treated. Dr. Bignall echoes my own thoughts. O.N. Ray Bignall too. MD is an assistant professor of pediatrics in the Division of Nephrology at Nationwide Children's Hospital and the Ohio State University College of Medicine. He is also a member of the American Society of Nephrology's Policy and Advocacy Committee. To reestablish trust and improve outcomes, we must carry health equity from the bedside to the curbside. From research and discovery, to policy and advocacy, nephrologists must engage directly with community members, stakeholders, and lawmakers. Minority communities need to see nephrologists in their schools, houses of worship, block parties, and community centers. We can increase our involvement in community-based participatory research, 
CBPR, that engages community members in the design, study, and implementation of evidence-based discovery. Nephrologists should also be taking our message to city halls, state houses, and our nation's capital to promote kidney disease research and advocacy for all our patients, especially those with disparate outcomes. I felt compelled to include Dr. Charles DeWitt Watts who, while not a nephrologist, was eminent in breaking racial barriers so we could have black nephrologists available to us. The following is from Duke University Medical Center and Library at https colon slash 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 black. History. Month. Dr. Watts spent more than 50 years advocating for civil and human rights and for the quality of medical care for all residents of Durham, especially the poor and underserved. He broke racial barriers when he pushed for certification of black medical students. First African American to be certified by a surgical specialty board in North Carolina. Played key role in founding Lincoln Community Health Center, a freestanding clinic, which served people regardless of their ability to pay. Joined the staff of Lincoln Hospital as Chief of Surgery in 1950. Lincoln was one of the few American hospitals at the time that granted surgical privileges to African American physicians. Completed his surgical training at Freedman's Hospital in Washington, D.C. under the tutelage of Dr. Charles Drew. Worked to prepare Lincoln's interns and residents for board certification and convinced Duke University Medical School to oversee Lincoln's training program so that students could get board certified. Fought along with other community leaders for the creation of one integrated public health care facility, Durham Regional Hospital, built in Durham in 1967. This led to the closing of both Watts and Lincoln Hospitals. Served as adjunct clinical professor of surgery at Duke and director of student health at North Carolina Central University. Served for 28 years as vice president and medical director for North Carolina Mutual Life Insurance Company, the largest African-American managed insurer in the country. Member of the National Academy of Sciences Institute of Medicine, a fellow in the American College of Surgeons, and an active participant in the National Medical Association. Until next week. Keep living your life.